It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. Before I talk love and relationships, I saw that sentence. I thought a very deep sentence. I want to share it with you. Sometimes it's it's in a movie. Sometimes it could be in the newspaper. Sometimes in the Bible. Wherever. This one is very important. It says the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you found out why. This is Mark Twain. And I thought, if you ask to ask why you were born, I mean, it's really because two people got together and in the name of love made a baby. And I thought, you know, that, that is the power of love. Really, two people fighting love, true love, to make a child. How wonderful. Anyway, so that's kind of my thought of the, of the night. Uh, back to you and your relationships. Any questions? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cynthia. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So how can I help you and your partner? What's going on? Thank you. So my boyfriend and I have been together for just a little over a year. And mm-hmm. um, we we don't live together yet or anything. But um, we, we are spending quite a lot of time with each other. And even with everything going on, our relationship has definitely advanced. Um, but my question is, I'm ready to sort of advance it further. You know, I'm ready to take it to the next step. I'm ready to get more serious with him. Uh, for example, I haven't ever met his parents. I want to take it to that next Mm -hmm. level, but he's never said anything like that. So how, how is the right way, what's the right approach for me to talk to him about? I want to be more serious. Sure. Cynthia, let me ask you first. You guys uh, had uh, the talk, the DTR. You guys are exclusive, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, You know him. I don't know him. In your intuition, how do you explain a year later that you still have this um, wonder of of why uh, you have not met his parents? I think, to be honest, it's just that he doesn't know that I want to. If that makes any sense, I just don't think he knows. I've never said anything about it to him because I sort of want it to come from him, you know? That's my point, exactly. Have you introduced him to your parents? Yes, he's met my mom, and I'm hoping that maybe we can do a video chat or something for him to meet my dad in a couple weeks or so. Okay, so here's what I would do. I would do the video chat with your dad, so we've met both of your parents. Mm-hmm. And then give her a couple more weeks. Let's see, because I would like to see if on his own, it's a normal thing to do, Cynthia, when you date somebody exclusively, when you start meeting parents, when your boyfriend should on his own say to you, unless he's, there's a problem with his parents, are they delinquent, are they, you know, no, is there addiction? No, he's very close with them. He's very close with them and you never met them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Well, so let's give him, so you introduce your dad, you wait a couple weeks, and if you haven't heard anything, he said, listen, i got to, I got to break this unspoken between us. I just, um, why you have not mentioned the idea of me meeting your parents? You've met mine. Um, I said, it right. should, you know, I don't want to insist, but it's like normal. How do you feel about it? Just ask him, how do you feel yeah. about it? Yeah, okay. And then if you feel he's being honest and things can move forward, it's great. If he keeps resisting, you have to call me back. Cause Houston, we have a problem. Right. Okay. All right, Cynthia. Well, I hope that helps you. Good luck with uh, with what's going on, and and hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, he's going to come to his senses on his own and say, Cynthia, my love, let's meet the parentals. Yes, I hope so. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Thank you, and have a good night. You too, Simon.
You know, these conversations with Cynthia makes me want to talk about the meaning of next steps. You know, what are the steps, really, the, which I call the healthy steps, constructive steps, when you're in a relationship? Let's talk about them next. What do you think are the good constructive steps when you start a relationship to get to the goal? <laughs> so I would say first step one is you meet somebody, you, you start, you know, getting to know them, you're not exclusive at the beginning. I would say step number one, really, uh, is you know meeting some friends. Even if you're not exclusive, you can meet a couple of friends for coffee, go out. Step number two, the talk. Define the relationship, exclusivity, right? That's step number two. Step number three, you meet the families, you know? It's like you're exclusive, you're proud of being together, and you start meeting families. Step number four, you talk about taking vacations together, you know, the future together. Step number five, move in together. Step number six, that's up to you getting married, and so on. Those, those steps, if they don't happen, um, and one of you is not happy, will create the end of a relationship. So keep that in mind. Those steps are, to me, essential steps of a healthy relationship. And you know how I know those steps? Let me share with you my own personal story about that next. So in the spirit of being 100% transparent with you, you know, the reason of the show is always to not do like me, but to do better than me. That's why I host this show. Um, to share my mistakes. And what I've done when I was much younger is I would be very comfortable in step number two, exclusive and not talk about anything else. You know, just live our life together and not worry about where it's going. It was selfish maybe, you know, in your late 20s, what do you know about life? So um, I did that too long, too many times. And um, I think, you know, I felt guilty when I realized that for women, um, steps one has to go to step two to step three. I just didn't want to hear that when I was younger. And I was happy with just being exclusive and not worry about next step. And I feel guilty about this. So don't do like me, do better than me. If you go out with somebody you love, remember, steps are going to the end game, being together for good. That's my advice. You call the next. If you want to share a personal romantic or sweet story with me, call the rendezvous now, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Chelsea. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, I understand that you met your now husband in a very romantic way. So, I, I, I'm very curious. How did you guys meet? Well, it actually starts with my, my dog. I was walking my dog. Um, uh -huh. down the street and we happened upon a, like a construction zone or there was just, there was debris everywhere. And I was trying to walk my dog around. Um, but my dog got spooked and it jumped on a pile of glass and its paws started bleeding and it started yelping. And my now husband comes running out of, I don't even know where he came from. And he, he's like, I, I can help. I can help. I'm a vet. And he, like starts wrapping my puppy's paws and he helps me into his car and he actually drove us to his veterinary office where he finished pulling the glass out of the puppy's paws um until he was it was all out like little pieces and stuff and i was i definitely looked terrible because i was in tears and um, he gave me his number to the office um so that i would call in a few days to let him know how my pups was doing and uh, a few days later, I called, and his nurse directed me directly to him. And we had a conversation, and he set me up with a follow-up just to check on the wound. So I go back in for the follow-up, mm -hmm. and 
he actually ends up giving me a cell phone number, which I thought was really strange. Um, but I messaged him, I don't know, it was like three or four days after just to let him know how the pup was. And we got to talking and then he asked me out on, I guess it was our first date about a week and a half after that. And here we are now. We've been together for almost 10 years. Listen, I love this story. And after a story like this, you don't believe in the power of the universe, then nothing will convince you. Oh, I'm telling you what, he came out of nowhere. I didn't even think anybody was around and how, <laughs> how lucky I was because there was so much class um, y- in my puppy's little see- paws and... It's, very, it's a very inspirational story, and it will give hope to a lot of us who are single because you never know. You see, Chelsea, the point of this story, that's why the universe is magic, because you never know, good or bad. But sometimes, like you said, you don't expect it at all, and look right. at what happened to you and him. I know, I know. And my puppy is still alive, and, and uh, he lives with us, and he's just he's so sweet to my pup, and we have three more dogs now. Go figure. I think it's because he's a veterinarian. We <laughs> 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 have at our house. Wonderful, wonderful. Listen, Chelsea, thank you so much. Congratulations on, on all of it. And, and really, thank you so much. Many, many years of happiness to you, your husband, and all the puppies. Thank you, Simon. Changing gears, I'm going to go listen to Raquel's voicemail because she's having second thought about working for her boyfriend. So her voicemail is coming up next. So if you have a question for me, and I mean not just during the two hours every night of the show, but... 24-7, just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I will get to it, just like for Raquel's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Raquel. I recently lost my job and it just so happens that my boyfriend is starting his own business. So I decided to help him out with anything he needed. And I thought that it would really strengthen our relationship to be working together. Um, but now i found that he's been actually treating me pretty badly. I mean, he's been talking top down to me. He's been asking me to do a lot for him, which I'm happy with, but it just seems a little bit overwhelming and he's not paying me. So I'm just wondering if we really should be working together because I really want to help him, but I don't know if working together is going to do more harm to our relationship. Um, I love your show a lot. So thank you, Simon. Raquel, thank you so much for the voicemail. Yes. Uh, What should you do when working with your partner is actually not working out for your relationship, I'll tell you my advice next. So Raquel left me a voicemail uh, here at the show because she's having second thought about working for a boyfriend because she lost her job, uh, he starts a new company, they start working together, and then she feels like she works for him, she's not getting paid, and he talks down to her and she's just wondering, you know, how's that gonna help our relationship with great boyfriend, girlfriend, but the working together is not working out. So here's my advice, Rachel. Do not work together anymore because you're great as partners, but as boss and employee, it's not working out. So my advice is to stop working for him and explain you want to protect the wonderful relationship and everything will go back to normal. It's a sign from the universe. It's better to stop ASAP than to lose both the work and the relationship. So make your priorities heard. That's my advice. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Michaela. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Um, I've been with my partner for seven years, and just being stuck at home has been boring, honestly. We're, we're together uh-huh. 100% of the time. 
And I just would love some advice on how to spice up the relationship every day or even with the ooh-la-la. Any ideas that you may have to just change things up? No, I get it. Um, this kind of boredom or this repetition, is it just linked to you know, the pandemic and the craziness that we all are going through? Or was it already boring pre-pandemic? No, it's, it's definitely pandemic-related. Yeah, okay. We Everything was fine, more spontaneity, and we were able to go out so much more and explore, go on adventures, and being stuck home has just put us in a scheduled place that we're just not used to. And, and we just, it just seems, at least I feel, it is not the same. Okay. Um, do you have a car? Yes. Okay. So... I suggest this, which has helped me tremendously. Road trips, picnics, destinations, anything that you can do that you've never been before. So what I do is, uh, I live in the Midwest, I take maps and destinations, and the way to do it safely is you take your car, you take, you know, whatever you like, and, and you and your hubby just decide this weekend we're going to see something we've never seen before. You do start doing things you've never done before with a destination. You have to get out of the house. The thing is, and we're all the same, by the way, so is that there's no magic formula inside the house to make the ooh-la-la more exciting. No, no. It's about the romance. It's about the adventure. It's about novelty. It's about being to places we've never been, tasting food we've never tasted. And like we were, you know, in our 20s, or we would go with our partners and on the, on the roof of a house and look at the moon. Stuff like that. Right, Michaela? So that's what I'm suggesting. Daring. Sounds wonderful. That's okay. great advice. Thank you. And I'll give you one last thing. When was the last time you went to see a movie outside in your car? I don't know if you, there's that in your States, but have you had a chance to do that? You know, those drive through movies? I haven't done that stuff? in ages. <laughs> yeah. Try it. It's fun. Oh, that's, I, I'll, I'll look that up this weekend. I think that, that's a great start. Thank you so much. Yes, and it's romantic too. Ooh la la. Exactly. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the good old days. Michaela, thank you so much for your call. Good luck to you and have a good night. You too, Simon. Now I'm going to go answer Eric's email because he and his wife just had a baby and they have a little, I would say, romantic issue together. And I want to help them with that. So Eric's email is next. So I got an email from Eric at derendezvousshow.com about he and his wife. He says, Bonjour, Simon. My wife and I just had our first baby eight weeks ago, and we were just cleared for the ooh-la-la again, but my wife feels unattractive because of the baby weight. I think she looks beautiful, but how can I make her feel more comfortable? Ah, that's a good question. After you guys have a child and, and your wife may feel unattractive because of the baby weight, how do you make her feel more comfortable? I think I have the answer for you, Eric. So stay with me. Answers next. What should you do if you and your wife just had a baby, like in the case of Eric's email, and uh, you're clear to have the ooh-la-la again, but your wife feels a little unattractive because of the baby weight? So how can you make her feel more comfortable? Eric, there's one big word. Romance. You have to romance your wife. Not the ooh-la-la now. Romance. Take her out. Uh, flowers. Um, take care of her. Uh, buy candles, make her feel good again. 
And little by little, as you romance her, just like at the beginning of the relationship, romance works its magic from the heart to the intimacy. But first and foremost, Eric, the answer when your wife feels uncomfortable with herself, you romance her. That's my advice. Romance, romance, romance. Actually, we can never romance a partner enough, really. I mean it. That's a lesson for my dad. And now you call the next. Any questions about your relationship? Don't hesitate. Call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lexi. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lexi. What's going on? How can I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if I'm, I'm... I've been dating this girl for a few months, and I'm wondering if I should tell her I'm bi. So, um, why? I mean, you're dating this girl. Are you happy with this girl? Yeah, I really like her. Okay. <laughs> But then, are you thinking about going to, with a guy? I mean, what, what would be the reason to tell her that since you're happy together? Why now? What, what's, uh, what's on your mind? I, I, think it's, I think it's because we are getting more serious. And I, I had a relationship uh, in the past with a guy. And I didn't tell him at first I was bi. And then I told him and it got awkward. And uh, so I guess I was just a little worried that maybe I, I should tell her so it's not a thing. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. Now, um, with this girl, your actual partner right now, are you, how old is this relationship? Uh, I mean, it's just a little over three months. Okay. You guys are exclusive? Yeah, um, I, yeah I, I think so. I mean, we haven't had that full-on talk, but I, 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 uh, I get the sense that's... we are. So, I, yeah, we're kind of at that point where... I'd like to make it more official. <laughs> well, then, this is the perfect opportunity, since you haven't had the DTR, the Define the Relationship talk, to tell her, you buy, that's it. That's the moment yeah. you say, now, I want to be exclusive, but just so you know, all transparency, yeah. I also like guys, and but I'm very happy with you, but, you know, I have nothing to hide. This I, I used to date a guy before you. You know, I love you. I want to be just together and exclusive. Uh, how do you feel about it? Oh, you make it sound so simple. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, from yeah. the outside, sometimes it's easier and simpler than, than when you are in the situation. But it's really the way I would, I would do it. I would use this conversation, the talk about the relationship, to introduce the fact that you buy and just you know, want to tell her and, and how much you, you're happy with her and you want to just be with her. But, you know, how does she feel about it? And then you never have to talk about it ever again. That, that, that sounds like a great, yeah, that, that really sounds like a smart way of doing it. All right, all right. then. So you're all set. Lexi, have a great conversation. Good luck to you, and thank you for calling tonight. Oh, thank you, Simon. I got a good question for you to finish the show. Do you and your partner bicker more now than before the pandemic? Let's talk about that next. So questions for you to finish this show. Do you and your partner bicker more now than before the pandemic? Um, key questions. If you live together been difficult. But here are the results of the poll actually posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. And I hope you follow me at Rendezvous Radio 24-7 of great stuff. You don't want to miss my social media at Rendezvous Radio. So um, here are the results from the poll that I posted. 42% of you said yes, we bicker more now than before the pandemic. And positively, 58% of you voted no. We don't fight or bicker more now than before the pandemic, and that's a great sign if you're in that category that your relationship 
or your partnership or your marriage is very strong. That's the majority of you, so I'm happy to see this. Thank you so much for voting to my questions on social media. Follow me at Rendezvous Radio. Thank you so much, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.